Welcome to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. This show is your one-stop shop for all things health, fitness, and nutrition, and is brought to you by the team at Pulse Fitness. You can learn more about how the team at Pulse Fitness is helping people live stronger, longer lives by going to pulse.fitness slash podcast. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Zach. I'm here with Coach Zach and CJ Hunt. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. I love it. I love it. Coach Zach, Coach Zach. And then it's like the suspense of is it going to be Brandy or is it going to be CJ? That's for everybody that's not watching. If you're watching the video, then you obviously yeah. knew that it was CJ, not Brandy. They're slightly different. Yeah, they look a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit different. <laughs> um, what's up, guys? We're back in the studio, and today we're going to have a good topic for you. We're going to kind of pseudo rant, I guess, and then um, we're, we're going to talk a lot about accountability today. So um, that's kind of the reason why you hire a coach, I think, when I ask, like, 10 people, the reason or what they're struggling with, what they need help with. One of the number one answers that come up nine out of 10 times will be accountability. So, um, that's what we're going to talk about today, but I want to hit on our client of the week first. Um, we're going to give a little shout out to Susan Schwackhammer one because Schwackhammer is really <laughs> fun to say. Um, and two, because she's, She's a good um, person to mention for this episode because she takes everything that we say to heart and she always, always, always puts in the work. And even if she doesn't understand something or get something, she's eager to learn and to grow. And that's really cool. So um, big shout out to her. Do you guys have anything nice to say about about Susan Schwackheimer? It was your idea. I, I would just say I love train suit because yeah like she you can tell she really is like invested and she asks questions all the time just like if you were like in school right the people that ask questions are actually people that care about like is she learning and figuring it out and like you can just it's so very obvious that like yeah she asks questions she takes what we say to heart and she like it's really like doing her best to like improve yeah rarely do you have to repeat yourself either like she from not just one day in the workout but from workout to workout she's always on top of it and remembers what you said before tries to build off of it it's really awesome yeah. very cool and she's a good she she's a great client for a lot of examples different different inspiration she was she was with us um years ago and she had seen incredible results i mean lost a ton of weight was in amazing shape um and i can't remember what came up as a personal issue and she had to stop stop training for a while um, and then she went to her doctor and her doctor was like, Hey, whatever you were doing back then, you need to start doing that again. And she came back in full force and she's done amazing since she's been back here too. So, um, really good, good, good example for a lot of people out there. And so Sue, we love you. Great job. Keep, keep up the good work. Um, all right, moving on to our, our topic today. So, uh, the title of this podcast is, are you accountable? And people come to us primarily for, uh, accountability. That's one of the main things as we mentioned, and not every people know that they need accountability, but not everybody wants to be held accountable. 
And not only do they not want to be held accountable, but I would say a lot of times what we tell them they need to do is not always the easiest thing. So they don't want to execute on it. Um, and also sometimes what we're telling them they need to do is maybe opposite of, you know, what they believe is, is they, that they need to do. We talk about fitness myths a lot on, um, on these episodes and fallacies and these beliefs that exist. And a lot of times what we're telling people is like, Hey, you know, I know you've thought this way for the last like 10 years, uh, but that's not the right way to go about this. And that's really hard for us to overcome. And so I would say one kind of spark of inspiration for us wanting to do this episode is like, listen to what we're telling you to do and take it to heart. We're not lying to you, right? Like the, we, there would be no benefit in, in it for us to say like, here's what you need to do and have that be the wrong thing um, and, and trust us, right? But let's talk about, I mean, that's, that's a main piece. I don't know, is Zach trustworthy? that's one that's one piece of it um and then the other piece is like you know it's it's hard sometimes to admit to somebody else when you refuse to admit to yourself that you're not following the protocol or the instruction and the advice of your your coach right so um what are your guys's thoughts i guess i don't know on on the whole topic on just a piece of it like where we at cj you go first one of the first things I would say is just because somebody's tough on you doesn't mean they don't like you. That'd be a big one. Okay. A lot of times those people who are tough on you are the people who actually do care for you because they're not just lying to your face. They're telling you what you need to do, not what you want to hear. Because what you want to hear is that you're doing great, but in every aspect of your life or every aspect of your workout, you're not going to do great. And that's why you have us here. There can be one little thing that you're working on, or there could be a lot of little things that you're working on. Okay. That's really, I think the biggest thing being accountable is a piece of that. Not only that, it's not just the workout. It's a little bit of everything. Everybody comes in and works out, but the other stuff is going to make the big deal, whether that's showing up every single time or actually being truthful on what you're eating when you're vlogging your food. Hmm. That's a really big one because <laughs> probably shouldn't have laughed and write that in the, in the microphone. <laughs> but it's totally true. I mean, it's a lot of what we do outside of the gym is going to have a bigger impact than being here and doing every workout because you're outside of the gym 23 hours of the day. I, I like that. I like that you laughed. It in my experience, <laughs> right? I've been doing this for a long time. Um, in my experience, you have two different types of clients. You have the oversharer who will 100% just rat themselves out. And I prefer that. Yeah. That's like way better because then at least we know and they're being honest and upfront with us. Like, yeah, I just, I ate ice cream this weekend. It was awful. Right. And we're like, okay, cool. We can work with that. We're like, let's shake it off. Let's get back on track and let's rock and roll. Um, and that person might, you know, they're, they're still struggling, but they, you know, at least are willing to identify the, the issues. Um, and everybody's at their own place in this journey. So there's not like, there's no shame in that. We're just kind of working through it. But then you have the client who will just refuse to tell you that they're blowing it with their, with their diet. 
So Zach, you laughed. Um, I think this is like CJ saying, like there's a lot of things outside just the workout piece. Um, And we can tell when somebody's putting in effort during their workout and when they're just going through the motions, right? Or when we tell them, hey, you got to do 20 reps and they do 15. Like we we see those things. We catch it. Don't think you're getting away with that. We know. Um, But the the workout, or I'm sorry, the, the diet component and not sharing you know, and being truthful with what you're eating. That's a big one. There's two different types of clients in my experience. The one that'll tell on themselves and the one that will just lie to you till they're blue in the face about like, and they'll just keep gaining weight and not seeing results too. Yeah. Right. You laugh. So I just want to get get your thoughts on it. Oh yeah, of course. Well, I mean, like, of course, like as the trainer, I would rather the person who's honest a, because yeah, we get the truthful, like we know exactly where you're at, like your starting point. But I think it also just shows that you are willing to like, like, Hey, like, yeah, like my diet is clearly not perfect. That's why I'm here. But like, I'd rather like share it so then we can move forward and actually know like how to progress and like how to alter things and like optimize how you eat and just your general health versus somebody who's for whatever it's, if it's like, Oh, they just want to, they feel embarrassed or whatever, if they know they eat really poorly. Um, it's like, I understand it of course, because you, are going to somebody who most likely is on top of their stuff. And you kind of feel like pressured into feeling like, Oh, you have to present as if your diet is better that you're in a further like position, like starting forward than you actually are. But like ideally, or like we are whole, we are here because we want to help you get better, like in every way. So if you don't, if you can't be honest from the beginning, it's even if we're working hard in the gym, everything else outside the gym matters arguably more than the gym. So we need, you actually be upfront and like transparent with where you are. So then we can accurately try to like help you get better. I'm just, I'm just spitballing and thinking out loud here, but I, I would think that, you know, if I'm, if I'm coming to the gym consistently and I'm busting my butt and you know, I'm going, I'm going and I'm eating garbage and sabotaging that, um, it might make it easier for me to, lie to my myself and my coach by saying like, no, my diet's good. So that when I'm not seeing results, I don't have to take that responsibility on myself. Like I always have, I always have an out. Right. And, and, and lots of people will say like, well, yeah, I worked with a trainer for, I worked with a trainer for a year and I didn't see any results. It didn't work for me. And, and I'm like, you know, there are a lot of garbage trainers out there um that shouldn't call themselves trainers or coaches but most likely like he you take you take probably like the bottom 10 percent of quality trainers and you still follow the protocol that they give you you're probably going to see some results no matter how terrible it is like you're going to see like something right that that moves you in the right direction if you're following their protocol. Now that might not be the best thing for you to do. Um, but I have to think of, I have to think of it in those terms as like for the client, I guess it would be like, you always have that out or that blame to place on somebody else instead of holding yourself accountable. Um, and, and saying like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I keep screwing up here or I'm not listening to what my coach told me to do therefore I'm not seeing results. I think a big piece of that is you said, you know, you're lying to yourself when you're lying to us, 
If you're lying to yourself, you're going to be able to make excuses other places. And if you lie a lot, you're going to be able to start believing those lies. And then it's not going to ever be your fault. And you got to take accountability for what you've done, whether that's in the weight room or outside of the weight room. Yeah. And, and, and I would say in the weight room, the reason the, the workout component, I always refer to that as like the foundational piece. It's like the bottom of the pyramid, right? Where you can build the nutrition on top of that. You can build the healthy habits and, and lifestyle changes on top of that. The, the workout piece is always the foundational piece because of the, the ability and the the ability to overcome the challenge right and so like if if the weight is difficult for you if the reps are difficult for you and you hit that number and you accomplish that that's a small win that's a small psychological win that now all of a sudden gives you confidence right if you come and that's the easiest thing to control if you come into the gym and we're like hey i want you to do 12 reps and you fail at 11, that's okay. We want that, right? But you come in and we tell you 12 reps and you give up at eight and you count, you like, and you just because like you could have pushed yourself, but you didn't want to push yourself. Well, guess what? You're probably not going to overcome the other challenges outside of the gym. The winning in the, in the gym is, is, and, and what I mean by winning is not necessarily accomplishing it, but putting out full effort in the gym is the thing that will create momentum and carry you through and with the ability to make these other changes in your life outside of just the, the weight room. Yeah. I think the weight state just like it's the foundation because it teaches you like the foundational like principles for like, even if it's like eating or whatever it may be like, yeah, it's going to be like really hard, but it, you learn through like lifting weights, stuff like that, that even if it's really hard, you push yourself to do it, you ultimately feel good and you see better improvements and results. So if you're like, that translates to pretty much everything in your life. But if we're still talking about like in like the health arena, like food, it's hard to like refine your diet and eat things that maybe you wouldn't choose if you were on a less healthy route, we'll say, but you can learn those like habits and like those like behaviors through the gym that, Hey, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to lift at the beginning. I didn't want to push really hard and work really hard, but it taught me this. So that's, you can use the exact same mindset, same mentality versus any of your other aspects, like eating, sleeping, things like that. And then you kind of get addicted to it, right? Like, yeah, the workout part is, is initially really hard for people. And then it's like, they go two days without working out. They're like, man, I got to work out. And the same, the same principles will start to carry over, but like nutrition, right? You start eating healthy and then all of a sudden you don't eat healthy for two days. And you're like, man, I feel terrible. Like I need to, I need to work out. I need to eat right. It's the same, same principles that apply. Yeah. And I would say also, if you like start to like really enjoy the gym and working out, then like you, you probably for most people get to a point where you're like, Hey, like if I'm doing this and like exercising, try to be healthier, why am I not going to like fix the nutrition point standpoint? Because you, you most likely have learned by that point then that, Hey, if I'm working out, but my nutrition is still terrible, we're like at best, we're like 
at a balance, like nothing's really improving or going down. So like usually the gym alone will teach you that like, hey, I need to fix this too, because if I'm putting all my effort into lifting and getting healthier in the gym, I also need to put that equal amount of effort outside of the gym into getting healthier. Right. Along the same lines of like principles, it's the same accountability can turn into discipline. And that's really what you want to get is a discipline to work out, discipline to eat right. And it comes from, yes, yeah, so the coaches, it can start there, but it really comes from you on the inside. If you're, whether you're cheating your reps, getting all your reps, then you're not going to want to cheat your food because you're going to need that fuel to be able to get to those reps and work heavier, work harder and achieve more. So. Yeah. And I want to, I want to just like shift, shift gears here because, you know, we're talking about the, the being honest part and the, the accountability piece, but I want to talk about the, like, doing what your coach tells you to do part of things, right? So um, our, our members spend a fair amount of money like to be a part of our program, um, to work with us regularly, to do nutrition coaching and, you know, for us to dissect their whole entire lives, basically, from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed, what their habits are, how they start their day, their morning routines, you know, um, their evening routines, their relationships, whether they're, you know, the people in their lives are positively impacting healthy habits or if they're crabs in a bucket and they're pulling them down and negatively impacting their health. There's, you know, there's all these things intimate things that we're we're looking at in people's lives and we create a plan for them right and it's not zero to you know a hundred it's not a 180 degree shift from where they were at it's maybe a one degree shift at a time of a course correction to get them on the right path and change little things about their lives um and a lot of times we can we can say and repeat the same exact thing to our members over and over and over again and they still don't execute on it right um and it's not necessarily because the thing that we're asking them to do is so challenging but that they they have this block of like i don't know if it's it's disbelief that, that that what we're telling them will get them the result i don't know if the picture is like like the scale of things that they're looking at is okay like if i change this one thing at a time it's going to take me 15 years to accomplish my goal mm -hmm. right like that could be their their mindset that so they're like why even start i guess there's a lot of it could be based off the individual right of why they're struggling to get it going but the the i guess the point is you know if your car is broken down or it's not running right and you go to the mechanic and the mechanic's like well we need to fix this part in order for your car to run correctly and you don't fix it then your car is not going to just heal itself correct <laughs> right so it's like guys if you're if you're investing the money in yourself um, and you trust us as like your resource to, to help you, then you have to do what we're telling you to do. You have to like put in the effort to follow the protocol and to make the changes. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay. I could talk about this for like 30 minutes, but like <laughs> rants, rants, yeah. go. So I, so when we talked about, Oh, if you're not sure, like if the clients like don't believe what you're saying versus like, 
So like, I believe it's because I hear all the time, a lot of people actually end up leaving who they would consider to be a bad coach, who actually probably is a good coach because, and go to somebody who probably isn't as good of a coach because in general, people don't actually want to hear the true answer Yes, because in our like field, the true answer for pretty much any question that a client could ask me is it depends. Like that's probably outside of questions like, should I exercise? Should I sleep more? Should I eat healthy? Like the true answer is it depends for pretty much every question because there's general principles that universally apply, but there's a million factors that influence every decision and every how something affects one person and like i think they want the thing they want they want the one thing that like the diet the right so then they leave a coach who is correct when they're like oh maybe gives you something because it maybe comes off as comes across as like oh they don't know as much because they tell (laughs) you it depends and they go to people who you see on social media or wherever else where they give you these like absolute answers like you need to do this to get this you have to follow this program to do that and the truth is that that's not the way it works everybody responds differently to a million different stimulus and like if you want to find like a coach to act or a trainer to actually listen to like you got to find somebody who like can like effectively explain and like contextualize the it depends because you need to be able to explain to your clients like yeah the true answer is if you ask me a question like do i need to do this to lose fat like it, it depends but you need to be able to explain to them why why i feel like most people they want them to be like, yes, do this. No, don't do that. So then they think it's like a clear cut thing. So when they hear somebody tell them like the answer to most of your questions, like most questions somebody asks ask me, I'm like, eh, and then I explain, but people don't really want to hear that. They want to hear like this direct path yes. is what I need to do to get here. And most things just in life in general, but in fitness for like for sure, like they exist on a bell curve. That just means some is good. Once you get to a certain point, too much usually ends up being bad for most things like, and most people don't want to hear that. They want to hear absolute answers. So they leave the good coach and go to people who are trying, just trying to sell them something. Have, by they, giving them have these the things. gimmick. I saw, I saw, um, one of our members actually posted a, a quote and I don't remember exactly how it went, but it, it basically said the truth is hard to believe when you were looking for lies. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. so I, I saw this like yesterday. So it's so fitting of, of this is right. Like people want the gimmick or the thing. And when you, and yeah, there's some, there's some general th- protocol that you should follow with everybody, right? Like eat vegetables. Okay. Yeah. yeah like eating vegetables is definitely going to help. Right. That's a, that's a general thing, but right. The, it depends is like, no, we got to look at your life specifically and understand why, you know, what we're trying to accomplish. We always start with why. And then like, what's the, what's the system for you to get you there? And we've said it before, like people go, well, what, you know, should I do intermittent fasting? Should I do keto? Should I do this? And it's like the best diet is the one that you can stick to. Right. Like we got to look at, okay, do you eat breakfast? Don't you eat breakfast? Do you wake up hungry? Like if you do eat breakfast, how do we take that breakfast and, and tweak two little things about it and make it healthy instead of unhealthy? Like that's not, that's not, Oh, here's the the thing that you have to follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you're using the mechanic, the mechanic um, analogy, it's the same kind of idea. Different mechanics are going to have different stuff for different, different cars, whether it's a Toyota or whether it's a Nissan, whether it's a Range Rover, all of them are a little different. They have to have different fuel. They have to use different gas. Same kind of thing for us here. You have to have the idea of what you want to do 
and find what works for you. It's just not gonna be the same for every single person. Some people are gonna work a little bit better at night. Some people work a little bit better in the morning. Some people can do it before work. Some people have to do it after work because they won't stop or they won't continue to come in if they go home. It just is everything is encompassed within that. I like that. You can't you can't take a Toyota part and put it in a Ford and expect your car to run. Yeah, right. It works perfectly, right? Like they're all cars, but and they all they all might <laughs> yeah. need oil, but they all need different things, different parts, whatever it may be, for it to like function properly. So it's yeah. perfect analogy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the the moral of the story is like stop stop looking for the the thing that doesn't exist or won't get you to where you want to be. It's like you have to you have to take small actions right you have to you have to trust a process but that process has to be designed specifically for you it can't just be a standardized thing yeah a good mechanic is going to take care of the thing that is the most important to keep your car running and then you work on the small stuff from there and that's the same thing that we're wanting to do we want to take care of the big aspects of your life that you need to change and then work on the things that we can change to make it better yeah and 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 just to kind of like conclude here i would say that you know we look at things as like this holistic approach right i i think a lot of a lot of people come in and they think of the the workout and training pieces the the program right and that's part of the program it's just one element of the program and you can't um some people have their their stuff together right they're good to go they they eat right and they you know get enough sleep and their habits are good and it's like yeah show up work out let's kick butt in the gym and then you're on your own and a lot of people um though don't have it together and they're like the thing is the workouts and it's like that's the place to start you're right 100 let's start with the workouts let's get that momentum because it'll help us move in the in the right direction but you can't it you can't come in here the whole the whole adage of you can't outwork your fork right like <laughs> you 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 come in here you can bust butt in the weight room but if you're you're if other things aren't in place like you're not going to see the results from that and so you know we're we're ranting a little bit, but really it comes from the place of like, we want our clients to be successful, right? We want everybody out there to, to be healthy and fit and feel just amazing and energized. And so you can't expect to achieve that result if you don't take a holistic approach. And if you don't trust your trainer and do what they're telling you to do. Word. Word. (laughs) All right, guys, that's all we got for you. We'll stop ranting. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you next week with more great stuff. Everybody got a plan till it hits the fan. Get, then keep your head right. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Living Scottsdale podcast. Do you have a question that you'd like for us to answer live on the podcast? If so, all you need to do is head over to the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and do three simple things. First, leave us a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want related to health, fitness, or nutrition. And if you want a shout out, leave us your Instagram handle or name. That's all you have to do. Then listen to hear your questions answered live on the next Q&A episode.